the protests for Jacob Blake began two weeks before school was supposed to start. It had really shook the community. It, um, our, our, our building was closed down and we anticipated students having a lot of emotions. But in reality, we didn't see that so much. We actually saw a student body really closed off, very emotionally guarded, not openly willing to enter into those conversations. I'm Kathleen Cushman for In Your Face. This generation of youth has been described as more fired up, more pissed off, more ready to be in your face to fix this system than we were five years ago. For my day job, I ask adolescents what advice they would give their teachers. And in this podcast, I ask educators what they're doing in response. We have a terrific episode coming up, but before we get into it, please click the subscribe button on iTunes or the follow button on Spotify. It helps the podcast a lot, and we have so many outstanding guests coming up. This episode, I'm talking with Kahari Bell, a black high school history teacher in Kenosha, Wisconsin, whose story starts with a surprise and ends with an essential question about how kids learn. It's a piercing look at how the ideas of expeditionary learning in EL education can foster dialogue among people who disagree. Kahari actually grew up in Kenosha, and he's now teaching in the very same high school he graduated from in 2014. In fact, I first saw him in an extraordinary 40-minute video that he produced in 12th grade as his senior project. He titled that video, Understood, Racial Stereotypes in Kenosha. And in it, his fellow students, his teachers, and members of the Kenosha community described their views about race. I should mention that the student population of Kahari School is roughly 70% white, 20% black, and 10% Latinx. So I asked Kahari if, as a young black man in his last year of high school, did he feel understood? Here's what he told me. To a certain extent, no. I think that at that age, I began reflecting upon how we as a society don't understand each other. But I don't think that was necessarily just directed at me. This was a time when um, the Trayvon Martin case came to the forefront, really the, the start of the Black Lives Matter movement. And it was tense. People had very strong viewpoints. That case really hit home in our community um, because it brought up old wounds. I wanted to get people talking about race because there, were the, there was a deep sense that after the Trayvon Martin case that America would need to look at race differently. I think that case set the precedent that we cannot tolerate this society anymore. And I was young. I was in high school. I was um, really coming to a greater understanding about my own racial identity. And I think that part of that process for me personally was to seek out others. 
So the project wasn't necessarily about having people understand me as it was for me having the opportunity to understand others. Seven years later, Kahari is in his third year of teaching history at that same Kenosha High School that he graduated from. And in August, just before school opened, the police shooting of Jacob Blake led to protests that reverberated around the nation. His school building is actually across the street from the park where many of the Black Lives Matter demonstrations took place. So I asked him to tell me about how that affected his teaching. The protests for Jacob Blake began two weeks before school was supposed to start. It had really shook the community. It, um, our, our, our building was closed down and we anticipated students having a lot of emotions. But in reality, we didn't see that so much. We actually saw a student body really closed off, very emotionally guarded, not openly willing to enter into those conversations. I continue to struggle with when, it, when is the right time to bring those conversations up when, with students that we know are likely to have experienced trauma. So at the beginning of the school year, I waited until, until students would bring up the conversation. And I was prepared. I was thinking in the back of my mind, okay, I would stop class. I would have an open discussion, have everyone share their point of view and set some norms in the classroom. But as the school year went on, those conversations never came up. What I'm in the process of doing right now is intentionally structuring my curriculum around, um, maybe they are not directly talking about the Jacob Blake issue, but we're going to talk about race. Race is such a hot topic these days. And I break down um, from an academic point of view, okay, we had a unit about the Armenian genocide um, and which was planned. I'm intentional about before we talk about the Armenian genocide, we have to break down these terms. We have to talk about what is discrimination? What is bias? What is race? What is racism? And then slowly but surely, I began to hear um, some students when we're talking about these terms, they're engaged. They're like, all right, I know what race is. I know what discrimination is. And then they give examples from their own personal lives, their own personal experiences. That's just the tip of how I attempt to break the ice. But that ice is very thick. I mean, students are um, very emotionally guarded during this time. And so it's been a struggle. Kahari described to me a familiar mix. Some students were actually coming into school with social distancing and the building and other students were doing virtual learning from home. In this time, it's, it's challenging. The majority of our students are learning at home virtually. And even with the students that are in person, there's that social distance between students. There's the mask between students. And I think that that poses a real challenge for building community between the peers, um, but also building teacher-student relationships. And that's essential. We're talking about students having fires in their lives. We need to be able to build trust. They need to see me as a teacher who cares about their, their mind, 
their body, their soul. I need to be a teacher that cares about them as an individual and what they contribute to the world. The present challenges that we're facing sometimes prohibits that or creates distance between the teacher and the student. That makes it challenging for students to open up emotionally, to engage in difficult conversations in the classroom. And it's not just about the teacher-student relationship. It's also about the student-to-student relationship. The 10th graders came into high school last year with this new group of students that was forming um, until March. And in March, they went home. We closed down March 13th, Friday the 13th. So now a lot of these students are logging on virtually with these half-formed relationships with their peers, and they don't feel comfortable engaging with their classmates because they don't know their classmates. Relationships are key. It starts with relationships at home. It's re-emphasized with relationships between the teacher and the student, and it's enhanced with relationships between their peers. The challenge for teachers during this time period is to find ways to build trust with students, to ensure students that you have their back and that they are safe in this classroom. They're safe here to engage, but also to inspire kids to get up and log on to their uh, their Google Meet to attend class (laughs) and do their work. I think after we come out of this pandemic, we are going to value that so much more, our relationships with each other. Listening to Kahari, I found myself thinking that these two issues were absolutely intertwined. The issue of how do you get to know well and respect the people you are learning with, and the issue of how do you use that respect and understanding, those habits of mind or habits of interaction, when there's a really, really agonizing issue that you really disagree on. And that made me think again about the video that Kahari made in 12th grade, which he called Understood, Racial Stereotypes in Kenosha. At 17 years old, he had taken a really brave step of listening closely to and presenting other people's different points of view on racism. And now, as a teacher in that same place, he's still looking for that outcome. Understood.